0: Greetings in the name of the Most High. you done no. Welcome to Our Thoughts, Not Yours podcast, the original, the first episode, with your host, OG, alongside my original host, Little Bully. And Lash. Yeah, let's get it. In the name of the most High, Ja Rastafari, King Selassie the first, this is our first episode of It's Our Thoughts, Not Yours. I am your host, OG, alongside my son, Likobole, what's, up, what's up and his wife, L, I haven't figured out a nickname for her yet. I like to give nicknames. I saw and
1: you
0: call me Lash.
1: Lash Lash Cash. I don't know. That's Lash like
0: Cash. <laughs> that's like
1: a nickname I came up when I was I came up with when I was in middle school. And my I made it my um my Snapchat name. <laughs> oh, okay. Lash. Okay, so
0: yeah. that's your brand.
1: Lash. Yeah.
0: Okay, no doubt. So there you go already. Boom. You so See how the mind works? Lash. Now, before everybody does their intro, I'm gonna give you a quick little sidebar. I am what you call a Brooklyn Jamaican. And what I mean by that is I speak Brooklyn. You will hear me say, son, not I mean, my nigga. That's the way I talk when I'm around my peoples and my son and his wifey, they're my peoples. So sidebar over. Look a bully, give your intro give your introduction, let the people know who you are and all your social media handles.
2: How's it going? How's it going? I'm a super senior at UMass Amherst. I just switched my major because I decided mathematics wasn't it, and I'm now taking a porticultural science. And now I'm doing this podcast as a hobby with my pops and my shorty. So yeah, I'm a young Jamaican from Mass. Y'all get to know me during the podcast
0: and you? as she said earlier, Lash, let the people know who you are, give them your social media handles and all of that young people stuff. Ears.
1: Okay. Hey guys, my name is Lashmi. Call me Lash, whatever. Um, I actually just graduated from UMass Amherst. So yay, yay to me. It was four long years. Um, i'm currently you know just looking trying to get jobs all that stuff you know the struggle like post-college um i let's see a uh, fun fact about me i actually do acting um i'm involved in the entertainment industry so yes if you want to see more about me you can follow me on instagram i think it's underscore lash me with two three eyes at the end um my Twitter is the same except no underscore, so just slash me with three eyes. Um, and yeah, I'm also coming out with a YouTube channel, possibly, possibly. I'm still like in the, it's still uh in the works, so yeah. I've been trying to do it, but I don't know what it's what's stopping me. Oh,
2: I completely me. forgot about that.
1: Stuff. Your social.
2: Yeah.
0: Your <laughs> um, socials, a little bully.
1: Oh, also, TikTok. Follow
0: me on TikTok. I'm trying to get it. on there. Um, my name? I actually don't know my... Name <laughs> Literally, so, while yeah. she looks up her TikTok, you want to give the people your uh, social <laughs> handles?
2: Oh, okay. On my, on my spare time, I also do play video games. When I do play video games, I tend to stream them now. Apex is the shit right now, and that's what I've been playing. You know, I'm nice. I work with the bow. You know, if you like some funny chat you know nice gameplay come give me a view you know what I'm saying sure yeah not. little bully one you'll see it in the description yes
1: and my tiktok is lash me with three eyes x o at the end.
0: now for the OG in the room that is my nickname for this podcast it is OG and if you're wondering if I'm trying to be funny I'm actually not. I am an old OG from New York. And there's a reason behind that name, OG. Okay? Story time. Before we get into the actual topic I want to discuss. My name, OG. There's a story behind that name. Okay? When I first came to to Mass, right? My first job, like my first real job, because I was doing other dumb shit (laughs) before i actually got this job here and when i got this job i walked in this is word of no lie. walked in chris like this job was just a, a a shipping warehouse job but i was dressed up to the t i mean i was looking like p diddy in a chris linen suit looking like i owned the joint so i walk up in there and there's the supervisor who interviewed me, and he told me this story. He said, When I walked in there, he said, I was hired right on the spot. No questions asked. But here's the kicker he said, him, When him and I started speaking, we started talking, he was even more impressed. He's like, Oh, it's a rat. Now, he told me this story after I got hired, and I told him why. I was dressed that way. Your grandmother, that old lady, she's a militant. When I was young, she always used to drill in my head. When I started working, no matter what type of job you do, always go in dressed to impress because she told me that first impression will be a lasting impression. Circle back now when I got that job. My supervisor told me I was the first person ever to come there dressed that way. Everybody who who they ever interviewed walked in with some jeans and a t-shirt. And I looked at that man and I said my mama seasoning raised me differently. So that's why I always tell you no matter what job you interview for dress to the max
1: that's facts that's really even like my mom like my mom is dominican so you know caribbean culture i feel like or just like i'm not gonna say just caribbean culture but like they're raised on like dressing like to impress like dress how you would want people to see you as so like if someone sees you dressed i guess like in sweats or something um, even if it, it's like, you're just having a bad day, like you never know, like someone else is going to judge you. Um, and yep. know. yeah, it's,
0: it's definitely important. Very important. Nice. But Ash called it out facts. And you know, that's where it ties in back to the OG that supervisor, right? This is how they love your father, man. They allowed me to play hip hop. Okay. They allowed me to play hip hop in the shipping. So I'm a, I'm always, I used to always blast Biggie, the locks, Little Kim. <laughs> Yo, they had me playing all that rap music. So he decided, he's like, your nickname is going to be OG. And it was for, it was for the music and because of my name. And I said, okay, I like that. That is pretty cool. OG. And it stuck with me no matter where I worked for some odd reason everybody calls me OG. (laughs) It's (laughs) your (laughs) initial. Exactly, my dude. So that's awesome. Anyway, I want to talk about what it is to be a man. Because I feel in the United States of America, which I love dearly, seems like they don't want us to be men anymore, especially black men, Spanish men. They don't want us to be men anymore. Like the way I was raised, my son always calls me an old soul. It's because I was raised that way. Your grandmother seasoning and other people that entered my life told me how to maneuver, how to interact with people. So I've always have this thing about being a man. And being a man doesn't mean you're always right. Same thing about being a woman. We all make mistakes. But it's the way we carry ourselves as men. I don't see a lot of that anymore. I don't see strong masculine men anymore. Especially the imagery they put on TV. Most of these men are feminine. So, there is a man on YouTube that I follow. I want everybody to check him out. His channel is called Kwame Brown Bus Life. He was a former number one overall draft pick in the NBA. Okay. And now he has a YouTube channel and there was a particular episode on his YouTube channel that piqued my interest against a gentleman by the name of Mr. Hassan Campbell, who is from New York, like myself, who is a couple of years younger than me. But if you see this man, you would still think that he's stuck in a 14-year-old child's mind. The way he speaks, the way he carries, carries himself, it's, it's unbelievable. So him and Mr. Brown on YouTube have been going back and forth, but Mr. Brown has never mentioned this man's name. And all of a sudden, Mr. Campbell wants to call Kwame out and all types of stuff. All Mr. Kwame Brown is talking about is trades in school and coding that's it oh yeah and he was beefing with some former nba players which was hilarious man it was that thing was so comical you have to watch it and now that he's blowing up on youtube here come the haters did you watch some of that video little bully and lash um i actually don't believe
1: i
2: have oh, a in his car
0: what we're gonna watch or listen to rather because uh, Listeners, you're gonna listen to. We're gonna listen to a little exchange between Kwame Brown and Mr. Hassan Campbell. Right, Mr. Brown decided to do a live and he called out Mr. Campbell because Mr. Campbell sometimes be in Mr. Brown's chat. Because Kwame Brown wanted to know what did I do to you for you to be making videos about me disrespecting?
2: He's making money. Wasn't wasn't he saying something about his super chats. Yes, pocket watching. I hate that shit.
0: It's another thing I can't co-sign is the pocket watching. The men I grew up around never did that shit. It would actually call you out. If you're watching some other man's pockets and what Jamaicans would say, Hey boy, I watch my pocket. real boy, and I watch my money? My mom. Too. Meaning. Don't watch another man, how he's making his bread. Mind your business, keep him moving. Do you? Simple. Simple. So, here's a little bit of Mr. Kwame Brown calling out Mr. Hassan Campbell to speak.
3: Then why was you at them high schools, boy? Nobody wanna understand the true system. What about shit you don't know what you're talking about?
4: Your pains, well, you got
3: 60 million, 40 to $60 million for your pain. I got 40 You took an oath for your pain, yes. So I took an oath for my pain. What the fuck are you talking about, boy? I took an oath because I played a game good enough that it got me signed, sealed, and delivered to the University of Florida by age 16, and I chose to go to the NBA because I had options that I created. I came in the same struggle as you, but I created options. I didn't use it as an excuse like you did. I didn't wear it as a badge of honor and try to play tough like you do.
0: See that right there. I never understood in the black community. That shit just trips my mind out is like, for you to be a man, you gotta go to jail. I'm like, nigga, what? No, to be a man is, you do what he did. He had the skills to get out the hood to go play ball and go buy his mother a house on the golf course. If you can't do that, your goal as a man is to take care of your family, not go to goddamn prison. When you go to prison, you know the white man's slave for real now you hear that white man hey boy number five six seven two get up boy time to go in the yard boy that's what you want to go to prison for to be a man
2: can't eat what you want to eat can't sleep when you want to sleep
0: son going to prison should never be glorified if anything an og coming out of prison should be telling the kids Nerd up, get a job. Do not go to prison.
2: Nerd
1: up. Up. <laughs> okay. Shout out to
0: Styles P, man. That's Styles P saying, I'm not even going to take credit for that. He's an OG like me from New York. He's a rapper. Rather, he's an MC. That's his saying. Nerd up, get a job, nigga. Cause he been to jail and he always preach about, don't go to jail. This dude Hassan Campbell glorifies jail. Watch,
3: you just a scared little boy that got taken advantage of, and you're trying to sound tough so you don't have to feel that feeling again. Exactly. And now you're trying to abuse because the abuse become the abuser.
0: You heard that? Yep. So the bars. Yeah, it's
1: bars. Putting your trauma onto others.
0: Those are bars. The abuser will come the abused.
3: Now I would love for you to come talk about your abuse and help these children instead of running your motherfucking mouth. There you go. What up? You tell me.
0: So I'm gonna pa- I'm gonna pause it right here. And I want you to. Do you see the image of Mr. Campbell and Mr. Brown here? Do you see that? Yeah. Mr. Campbell here is my age. Mr. Brown, he's 39. Look at that imagery right there. That right there tells. Uh, uh, what's that old saying, little bully? A picture says what?
2: A what? A picture.
0: A picture what does it say? A thousand words.
2: Thousand stories. A thousand stories. Thank you. Look at that, man. <laughs> Look at that, man. He's not even looking at him in the eye, Hassan. No. no, you can't tell us zoom meeting.
1: That's also true.
0: <laughs> pay, pay attention now to what's about to occur. This is very important. Why I say it's okay to be a man, right? Pay attention to what's a, What's about to go down.
3: You have the floor, sir. I never said your name. Why are you speaking about me? As if you know me,
0: I want you to remember that part. What he said right there, this is why I don't hang with that right there. I want you to listen to that part. What he just said. Why I are you speaking it. about me? You don't even know me, nigga. That gets people killed, my son.
4: Play it, watch. Play it. I spoke about you because you spoke about me. When you mentioned my name, I mentioned you. When, when I set up it, when, when I made when I made the video, and I said, "Don't compare me to an NBA player."
3: When did, I, when, I, when, when did I mention your name? You wasn't talking about me earlier when you took the shot? Sir, you said Michael. I looked up to Michael Jordan. I was abused. You said something that, about listen, me. Listen, listen, listen. That was that was sarcasm. Matter of fact, what I'm going to that wasn't about me. Let's be honest. Listen, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That wasn't about me.
4: Listen, let's, let's nip this in the butt. As a man, I'm going to apologize as a man. Because the reality of it is, you didn't do nothing to me. So to cut all the bullshit, as a man, you didn't do nothing to me. I stepped on your toes. I respect some of the things. First of all, let me say this, right? When I first started hearing about you automatically, the first thing I said was, "boule." I didn't do my homework, my homework. I didn't look to see whether you was, um, a credible dude, what your fight was. Later on, I started. I seen um, the Judge Joe Brown joint, which I thought was dope or whatever the case may be. But just to give you who I am, when it comes to anybody that comes from Hollywood, uh, the music industry, any, any of that, I look at everybody sideways.
0: I'm gonna pause it right there for a reason. And I wanna touch up on that. And I want to hear y'all thoughts. This again boggles my mind, little bully and lash. I don't understand how when you're Spanish, you're black, you make it in the entertainment industry, all of a sudden you're a sellout because you made it. You have some type of talent and you made it and all of a sudden you're a sellout. But if you, if you sling drugs and murder somebody and go to jail, oh, you real. What kind of backward ass thinking is that? Little bully your thoughts.
2: People are stuck in poverty. I don't know. I don't know about that one. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I feel like I feel like I agree with Latrell, like honestly. Um I feel like when you've been in like a situation for so long and then all of a sudden you see like change, it can be kind of scary to like to see someone that came from came from where you came from something like
2: different it's kind of like whoa like what is that i feel like it's just different so like maybe it could just be like them seeing change people are just hanging on you
1: because yeah. they ain't got it right you know, that too. Have
0: it man. Themselves. man have you guys ever watched this show called the wire no nah, i haven't. <laughs> i want you to watch that show there's a dude named on that show named omar i went to school with this brother He's my friend on Facebook. I got the same name? No, in the show, his name was Omar. I'm not gonna give out his real name.
2: Okay, I think you told me about him before.
0: I went to school with this brother. Everybody from the hood is happy for him. Nobody on Facebook talks bad about him. We're all happy because we know him. And we know the struggle he came from to make it to where he is. So we celebrate this dude. So that's why I don't, I don't understand the hate of when successful minorities who come from the hood go to Hollywood or go to play some sports, they make it. All of a sudden, they have to do some crazy thing. <laughs> Man, I, I watch behavior. That's what I judge people on is their damn behavior. Not if they are an NBA player, a football player, a basketball player, a movie, actress, actor, whatever. It's behavior.
2: Their, title, their action
0: facts yeah. we shall continue so
4: i prejudged you according to that but as far as who you are and what you're doing right now your message some of the things that i've caught up on and i listen to i respect your message as a man but sir, so you, but
3: sir, you didn't say that about 30 40 minutes ago what i said
4: was not said for 30 40 minutes ago what i said was a response to the
3: indirect that what you said about me on earlier today but listen bro you've said something about me indirectly in three maybe four even when you spoke about me the first time when somebody asked you what do you think about kwame brown you said i like him but and then you went on to talk about all this stuff and even today you talked about an oath and i'm telling you that anytime you go to prison you sign an oath you sign an oath to be a slave for white boys and that mentality that you're preaching and you going back to the hood as a married man with jury and chains on, are you prepared to kill someone? Because that's what you would have to do to be in the hood by yourself. So
0: I'm gonna pause it right there. <laughs> what he just said is so, so true. As an OG, there are rules to the streets no matter who you are. Little bully, you remember that picture that I showed you when I was a senior in um, North? Remember that picture where I had all that jewelry on?
2: The one that I found? You ain't show yeah. me that. Oh, yeah, right, the
0: one you found, my bad. The one you found. You Remember that picture? How I was dressed? With all the yeah. jewelry and all the madness on? Do you know that I only did that because I knew at North, nobody could touch me. That was the only reason why I wore all that jewelry because I knew nobody could touch me because I was running with the Jamaican cats out here. So nobody can touch me. But do you know when I was around those Jamaican cats, I could not wear no piece of jewelry, no gold teeth, no big chains, Rings, bracelets, all that crap, earrings. I could not wear none of that stuff around them. Do you know why?
2: They tried to take like that shit. I don't know. No,
0: because well, two things. One, I will make them hot, so that was a no-no. Okay. Two, I'm a, I'm 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 food in the hood. Why would I make my food? Why would I make myself food in the hood when when niggas is starving already? So that means somebody approached me. There's one or two things that's going to go down. Either I'm going to have to give up my jewels or I'm going to have to probably end this person's life. So there are rules to the game. Even back in Brooklyn, I was not wearing my jewelry like that in the hood. Are you insane? And that was my hood. That was my stomping grounds where I was good with everybody. And I still would not wear my jewelry in the hood. We shall continue.
3: So to speak the way that you're speaking, how old are you, sir? 44. You're 44 years old with children, beautiful children, may I add. And i have seen you put them on the internet. You have a wife, you have a beautiful yard with flowers and dogs, which you should (laughs) be enjoying. But you steady going back to the hood to prove what, what you would have to do to protect those chains And to protect the thing, to brag about being in the hood, if somebody approached you, you would have to kill that person or hurt that person. Is that correct? I don't see your point.
0: You do. Did you just hear that? Did you just hear what Mr. Campbell said? I don't see your point. That means what Mr. Brown just told him went through one ear right out the other. Little bully. Did you hear what he was trying to tell this man?
2: Say hey, one more time.
0: You want me to play one more time?
4: It yeah. comes to anybody that comes from Hollywood, uh, the music industry. But it's, This conversation shouldn't really be based on whether I'm going back to the hood or not, but the, the it's the way
3: that you're going to the hood though, you're going to the hood with chains on. The you was into the hood saying, yeah, I, I I, can go to my hood. I can do this. I can do that. That's braggadocious.
0: Right. Let me and, explain. And this, you, right. would have
3: to, you would have to hurt the person that come up to you in the hood. You, you a real street cat, right? So, you know, there's rules and regulations to the hood. You don't make yourself look like food in the hood. I can't be in a blood neighborhood wearing blue. There's rules and regulations to the street and you going
0: Exactly there are rules and regulations to the streets, regardless of who you are. Because there's always a wolf waiting to get somebody to eat, regardless of who you are. And in the hood, what cats do, they wait for you to be slipping. They will watch you, observe you, and wait for you to let your guard down to get you. So he's absolutely correct. There's rules and regulations, regardless of who you are. Unless you're around 30
3: niggas. (laughs) Yeah, that's rare. That's crazy. crazy. Going back to your hood, while you're a grown-ass man with children, and if you're in the hood with that many flowers, that's a nice-ass hood. With that fish tank and that nice stuff you got, if that's the hood, you're in the hood. That's okay, not so the hood. I'm talking about where your family is. That's where you should stay because what you would have to do in order to brag like that with chains on, you would have to hurt someone, which would take you Hold away up. from your family. Hold up for a
4: second. Give me, give me. I'm trying to figure out. So you basically talking to me about me going to the hood with chains on. I think that you, you you're way too articulate as a, as a man, you're way too smart as a man to be talking about whether I'm going, our conversation shouldn't be based off of whether I'm going back to the hood with chains on.
3: That's we get strong. that. That's okay, let me explain. And like I'm, I said, as a man, hold on, I, I don't, apologize to you. I apologize look, look at you that as dream. a man. I understand the apology, but look, hold your wrist up. Hold your wrist up. That right there makes you a target in the hood. And what you, you know what me hold up. You know what makes up, me a target. Hold up,
4: hold up. You know what makes me a target in the hood? Because I I hear you breaking down. Like I'm glorified going to jail. But do you realize that I got beef with AF with every major rapper? Because I talk about the poison that they spew out from speakers? Do you realize when I when I go down the hall and I got beef with damn near everybody down there? Damn near every every day I speak out against every gang. How you say gang gang? I speak out against all that shit. All of that. Everything that's going on in the hood with all these young boys killing each other. These parents sitting up in the, in in the park, drinking Hennessy while their kids are shooting up the block. I've been speaking about all that. So my whole thing is me personally, like I said, if your message, which I respect the fact that you got in Charlemagne's ass, I respect it. I don't rock with that man. I don't rock with nobody that take pussy. Nobody. But at the end of the day, I stirred this pot up. So as a man, I could apologize and say, you know what? I came at the brother first, cause I was raised. But my whole thing is like, like I mean, we're gonna build. I'm not really building about whether I'm gonna be in the hood with
3: jewelry, cause you I'm gonna to. be in the hood with, the ju- with jewelry. Okay. Whether so I feel that's, like, that's what I'm saying. Let's expound on that, though. Use you... right.
0: Now, exactly what Mr. Brown said. Let's expound on that. I want y'all to pay attention because this is where the part where I'm getting to around what it is to be a man. That it's okay to be a man mr campbell over here thinks in his mind by him just saying the words i apologize as a man he, as a man he thinks that everything is all gravy no because i'm gonna keep it real with you little bully and lash if somebody apologizes to me i can tell if that apology is genuine or if they're just saying it just to fucking say it I and have- and i I can see by Mr. Campbell's body language and y- y'all are going to see a, li- a little bit later on that he's full of shit. He never, he never meant an apology. He's coming at a different angle and Mr. Brown sees the angle and he's going to exp- expound on it, man. He's going to talk about it. So let's continue.
2: Pology. Is it not true
3: that if somebody run up on you by yourself with jury on- What would you have to do to that person?
4: So you're somebody ran up to me. If somebody somebody ran up to me while I got my jewelry on and they tried to take my jewelry, it's going to be an all out war.
3: So why put yourself in that situation at 44 with flowers, a fish tank, kids, and a wife. Why put myself in that situation? Yes, sir. Did you ask them, 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 uh, them rappers why they put themselves in that situation? Yes, sir, I did. I said that earlier today, I said some of these rappers, a lot of these rappers should not even have friends because all they do is get the people around them killed by their mouth and get the people around them arrested because they talk tough and they get kids from these neighborhoods like me and you are from that don't know trades and don't know skills, but they know how to harm people. And they don't know the results of uh, and the consequences of what happened.
0: Pause right there. You see what he just said about them rappers? I've been saying that for years. I'm like, yo, some of you dudes don't need to be around niggas. Because all you do is get your peoples killed or in jail. Because you talk so dirty. And when you talk greasy like that, you bring around negative energy. And when you bring negative energy, you got to have shooters around.
2: Right, this old ass man over here telling me he has beef with a whole bunch of gangs for what? <laughs> old ass man, man, forty-four. No offense to you.
0: Thank you. No, no offense taken. That is my point, my son. I want you and Lash to see that and look at me and look at him and not. You're saying the exact thing. Like, why is this old ass man beefing with gangs and and rappers and shit? I can tell you why. He's what you call a gossip blogger. He doesn't realize it, but that's what he is. He's a gossip blogger. He's Charlemagne the God. He's Wendy Williams. That's who he is. He does shock value videos. He's a gossip blogger, but we shall continue
3: 15, 16 years old. These boys are killers and they're doing it at the direction of bad OGs and bad pussy ass rappers and I'm saying the things that you're saying and the glorification of going to prison, you started speaking about me in up. jail. You, hold up, finished, hold, this up, is my hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold You got, you you got, got my can't argue an opinion. You cannot argue an opinion. This is my opinion. And then when you I took speak what I had
4: opinion. to say the wrong way.
3: Okay, it can't be the wrong way if it's an opinion. We got to get people to understand what an opinion means. This is not based in fact. This is my opinion. Based-
0: Before I let him continue, that is so true. That's why I always tell people, this is my opinion. It's not based in facts, just an opinion.
3: Based on what I heard you say, so let me get it out. My opinion, and I took it this way, so therefore other people can take it this way. You talked about gangsters, and you said it in a way that made it look like you was glorifying being in jail, being around other dudes that was in jail and got busy, because you said there was no names behind me. So what does that tell young youth that they need to be? Don't be the guy who went to the NBA and, and became a basketball player, because that's success. Whether I scored 6.1 points. My mama was on a golf course. Don't be the guy that put your mama on the golf course. Be the guy that go to prison and have your mama send them some money. Is that what you're telling the youth? Hell no, that's not what the, that's how you, that's how you took what I said. But so that's not what I was it?
4: saying. Okay, go ahead. That's absolutely not what I was saying. You got the. What board. I was saying, what saying. All right. So what I was saying, just to make you, but just to make it clear, right? What I was saying is, when I say don't compare me, like for example, also I also mentioned.
0: <laughs> this guy's a clown, man. I don't want to hear him talk anymore.
2: Also, also. also. <laughs>
0: he, he's a clown, man, and I hate to say that because he's a like fellow Caden. New Yorker.
2: He doesn't argue what he was arguing. He went back on his word before talking about, talking about, uh, Kwame said something first. And he was like, actually, no, I apologize as a man. It was me.
0: What? Yeah. Like what, like, what are you apologizing for? What is, why did you even call his name out in the first place? All Kwame Brown talks about in some real talk is trades and coding in school for kids. That's it. And you know, he, he people like this clown right here and other people because he's just like he's just like me and you he's just like me and you man he watches youtube so he comments on shit and this was a perfect example of you know that it's okay to be a man If, if mr campbell was a real man he would have said you know what brother i effed up i'm gonna apologize i'm gonna take down that video that i made to show you that my apology is genuine because he's making money off those videos. So how you apologize and those videos are still up. It's,
2: true, t- it's a fake apology.
0: Right, it's a fake apology. So no, as a man.
2: After your words. Exactly, my son. Adjust just the words.
0: So as a man, I have the right to reject your apology because that's not genuine, man. Saying sorry doesn't mean anything.
2: Sorry, it don't mean shit. I don't mean shit facts <laughs>
1: I feel like in his situation he's just saying sorry so that um, people
2: get off his back
1: right so everyone can to shut up but it's like, it's like honestly, a manipulative
2: thing he's like I said sorry what more do you want right. he's such a child
1: but him being in the spotlight obviously if you're gonna be in the spotlight like that you can't be doing you can't go back on your words because then again people are gonna get on your back
0: do you know people was on Kwame's back mm-hmm. because he didn't accept Hassan's? apology because hassan goes on an absolute tirade you're seeing him calm right now this man goes on an absolute tirade and i'm like yo my guy didn't you just apologize to this man and now your true colors are coming out his true colors came out and everybody was like mr brown was wrong should have just accepted it and move on but mr brown wanted to know why how did we get to this point right here where you're making videos about me disrespecting me. How do we get here? Because in the where, the, where I grew up in Brooklyn, that's how a lot of dudes lost their lives.
2: Over foolishness. Hey, look, man. Art vocabulary. I just want to let you know that for a second. What? You.
1: What?
2: I don't know where you get your vocabulary from, but.
1: tirade. Yeah. Look up the word tyrate.
2: Uh, what the fuck is a tirade?
1: I had a feeling it when meant,
0: you go, when you go I crazy,
2: outspoken yeah. speech of bitterness. basically, yeah. Yes,
0: you just start ranting and going cuckoo. It's like, for what my dude? <laughs> little bully fat checked me on Tyra. I love myself. Hey, wow.
2: I was like, yo, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's what <laughs> I don't know. I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This is your old man getting on his soul box, man. This is why I mess with Kwame Brown. I mess with his message, man. Do I agree with everything he says all the time? No, but I agree with a majority of the things that he said. Because I'm an old soul and Mr. Brown has an old soul, he, old soul. He was raised by the elders, man. He had OGs around him and he was smart enough. He had people around him to make sure he didn't go down a certain path because a lot of his brothers went to prison for drugs, for selling drugs. So a lot of the OGs around him made sure he stuck to the basketball thing.
2: And Hassan goes back to his old hood all jeweled up. Yes. That's that's stupid.
0: I can tell you why. why.
2: Honestly, I don't see a point in that much jewelry when you're old, you know what I'm saying? Okay, a necklace, okay, like a watch. Like you don't need a fucking bracelet. You know what I'm saying? You don't need any of that shit. If you're going to go back to your hood, go donate some new sports equipment to your old high school or something. Thank you. Or Thank talk you.
1: to the kids about something that's actually going to help them. Back. Right,
2: go, go do something for, for your old high school city program. Right. For, for the kids. Go go Thank pay you. for their next field trip. Facts. Like, what the fuck?
0: I can tell you why he goes back to the hood. You can tell when, when Mr. Campbell was young, he didn't have that. Because he used to rob drug dealers and all of that stuff. So he didn't have that. I think right now he's living out. He's going through what I call a midlife crisis. He's living out his childhood fantasy of being a rapper. So the very thing that he hates, he always wanted to be. He always wanted to be that dude with the jewelry and all. Think about it a little bit. Look at me. Look at me right now. You saw me wearing all of that jewelry and you look at me now and you even asked me how come you was like that how come you don't wear that jewelry stuff i'm like Nigga, are you insane i'm old
2: <laughs> no, I'm, At least earrings like earrings are okay you
0: know what i'm saying no i'm good with all of that you know why i'm good with all of that because i done that man you could
2: still wear some earrings you know
0: no, I'm, little good. no I'm good I, wore, I did all of that i lived out my little my little wild wildness mr campbell never did so he's still in a he's in a midlife crisis man he's stuck in his childhood he always wanted to be that rapper with the jewelry leave it alone and now he got that youtube bread now he's living out his fantasy so i i peeped that real quick i'm like oh this nigga never had shit now he got something now he's living out his fantasy that's why he can't adjust to being a grown man He's, he's in a midlife crisis that's when nobody ever called out everybody said he's crazy i'm like nah this nigga ain't crazy he's in a midlife crisis man
2: yeah i don't understand he has a wife and kids
0: yeah but he's living he's in a mid think about it when you never had money the way he has money now and was watching tv remember i told you imagery is everything when you watching all because back in the day you would have to watch rap videos like BET and MTV and all of that shit. And you see all these niggas with their jewelry and, and women and cars, and you don't got none of that. But now he's making up. He's making that YouTube bread. So now he's living out his fantasy. That's why I find him very entertaining and sad at the same time, because I get it. I'm like, my nigga, you, you in a midlife crisis. You're gonna grow, grow, out, grow out of this eventually. You're gonna see that you, you, you made yourself a cartoon character.
2: I hope so. I don't, know. I don't understand why
3: he's having a lot of videos. Oh, I, I didn't interrupt you. I had to think about what I said to this brother. I had to think about was I malicious or did I do anything wrong? And all the check boxes said no. So, my thing is this it's interesting every time I hear a hood dude talk about industry and make it seem like success means you sold out when we glorify the dudes in the hood that got bodies
0: didn't i say that earlier yeah didn't i say that earlier that shit boggles my mind dude i can't wrap my head around it i respect dudes who are on the street that have to do certain things i respect it i understood it but i hells to don't don't glorify it i'm like nigga, why didn't you nerd up and get a job but I understand, you know, where I come from, I get it. I understand. And those dudes that I was around that did street shit, they will always preach to you, don't be like them. They will always preach that. So I don't know how somewhere down the line that got lost, especially with your generation with a boat
1: like it's just like again glorified especially on social media like Mm -hmm. our generation is so obsessed with social media so like seeing like rappers like wear their chains or even like girls for example like getting their their breasts and their butt done like seeing that it's like oh my gosh like i want to be like that but in reality you don't really know what's happening like the picture a picture is not like their whole life the picture is not like everyone's whole life. you know what i mean like it's because someone posts on instagram that they have all this jewelry jewelry like, who knows? Maybe they use their last
2: paycheck to buy all yeah, that. Yeah, facts. That should be rented. <laughs> right. All the time. People go or down to the Florida all the time rent it, and rent right? these luxury cars. <laughs> or yeah. it's you,
0: you see what Lash said about pictures? That picture when you saw me at North with all that jewelry on, I look happy, don't I? Don't I look happy in that picture? Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: I was fucking miserable as a motherfucker. You had no idea I was going to do PTSD because of your uncle's death, your uncle Albon's death. That's why I was at North. My school counselor called your grandmother and told them to take me out of school and to take me out of the state. So that picture you see me smiling and posing, I hated niggas. I hated people. I was so angry. I wasn't even focusing on school. I hated school too. I hated everything. So, that picture, like Lash said, yeah, I look happy in that picture, but I sure the hell wasn't. I was miserable as hell, man. Going through PTSD, and nobody even knew. Nobody knew.
2: Facts mad young experiencing that like that. Right,
1: that's, that's not, it's not okay.
0: Nobody knew at least my school did like shout out to my school john j high school man shout out to them man they really cared about me. they told my mother get this boy out of the state because they saw where i was heading i had evilness in my heart in my eyes as i like, get this get this young boy out of the state my mother panicked called auntie june and i came up here to mass and i was so angry that's why all i drew was, i was like i want a nigga to touch me so i can kill this motherfucker that was my mindset man
2: yo, What the fuck?
0: i was like let a nigga touch me i'm gonna kill okay, this motherfucker play. that was my mindset because l was gone and i was so upset and hurt so i was always had a screw face on when i would ride that goddamn cheese bus yo what's up with that
2: sidebar for a minute
0: said cheese bus sidebar what the hell is this cheese bus in mass bro in new york i took a school uh, not a school i took a city bus and the city train to go to school i come out here to mass i'm in a cheese bus i only seen that shit on tv i was like what the fuck is this niggas gotta take a s- cheese bus what the fuck i ain't going in that thing why <laughs> niggas a cheese bus
2: that, that, I'm the cheese bus it.
0: You take the city bus to school, and I guess that wasn't the thing back in those days. I'm—I know now you can, but back then,
2: school buses are publicly funded, but there were requirements to get on them shits. But you can always sneak on if you was nice,
0: <laughs> bro.
2: At least when I, I was growing up.
0: Yo, and and the crazy thing is, if you miss that cheese bus, you gotta walk home.
2: Yeah. That
0: shit is. Yeah, I'm a okay. Quick story, real
2: yeah, quick. Yeah, be like that.
0: Quick story real quick. So I'm at North, right? Mind you, I don't know the rules. I don't know the rules of the school. I'm, I'm a new dude in the school from Brooklyn. I don't know the rules. Okay, in Brooklyn, right? Back in those days when you used to go in high school, when the uh, the bell rang, you used to lally gag a little bit, go to class late a little bit. Teachers didn't like it, but you know, no big deal. They don't do detention in New York. At least back in those days, they didn't do detention in New York when I went to school. But out here in Mass, yeah, I'm at North. On that ass. I'm at motherfucking what they called it. They called it a study hall. I yep. first of all I didn't even know what the fuck study hall was. I'm like, what the hell is this? Why am I why am I not in class? They're like, oh, Mr. Green, you got a lot of credits. You got enough credits. So they gave me like three study hall classes. So I was like, okay, you don't do shit in there. So I go in there late. I went to all my study halls late. I like, this shit ain't no real class. Yo, the teacher reported me to the principal. The principal calls me in. No, no, no. The teacher tells me I'm on detention. I'm like, detention? What the fuck is that? Oh, you got to stay after school. I'm like, wait,
2: wait, wait, wait. I got
0: to stay it after is school.
2: Stupid. It's it dead is stupid. Ass, like jail for no reason. It's stupid.
0: I didn't understand it, but I'm like, what about the bus? Because I take the cheese bus. I ain't telling him that, but in my head, I'm like, I take the cheese bus. And he was like, well, you're just going to have to walk home. <laughs>
2: like, nigga, they nigga, don't you. care. I'm telling you, they don't they give don't. a fuck. They really do not not a single fuck.
0: Uh, you remember the old north. It's up that goddamn hill. I'm like, nigga, you bugging. And your Auntie Junie live over by the she lived over by the, um, the Jamaican spot, the restaurant. So, so you see that walk, you see the walk I'm talking about.
2: Yeah,
0: nigga, that's a long walk. I'm like, oh, this man is on drugs. So I don't know the rules. so I went to the principal. I went right to the principal, nigga, like a boss, nigga. With all my jewelry on, I went right to the principal office. Fuck your secretary, fuck everybody in here. I wanna see the man in charge. So the principal saw me. And I said, hey, I'm new to the school. I don't understand your rules. This teacher in this study hall is talking about giving me detention because I was late and now I gotta walk home. So the principal looked at me, he's like, yeah, those are the rules, but since you're new, we'll overlook it. You don't have to do
2: detention. Nah, I was like, oh, my Wait, to study hall, you get a detention? Nah, that was wild. Okay. I would I just wouldn't go, to be honest. Like, you'd have to expel me. I wouldn't go.
0: Nah, I went to the principal, somebody me, and the principal chopped it up. He looked off and they guy's like, yeah, my man, thank you. I, I yo, after that, I didn't go to study hall late, because I understood the rules. Like, one thing about your old man, I always, it already takes me one time to learn a lesson. So once I knew I couldn't go to study hall late, like, shit is different here. It's not like New York. I can't gag. I was on my point, because I'm not trying to do detention, nigga. <laughs> I ain't trying to walk. Me. Nah,
2: I feel like it was more strict when you was in school, or I just got away with stuff.
0: I know in New York I got away with stuff. Not out here in Mass. These motherfuckers were strict, strict. In New York I got away. I, why you think my grades were so bad when you saw my transcript? Because you saw from my freshman year my grade just got worse. You saw,
2: Damn, you know, your ass. But it's okay. It's <laughs> just school.
0: Usually the arrow goes up right in the beginning for me the arrow was like going up and then it just dropped sophomore junior (laughs) i just started going down and down down. but a lot of that was um i lost little bully's uncle so my mind wasn't focused on school man but anyway that was you know my little my little thing with uh Mr. Kwame Brown and Mr. Campbell. I don't want to watch or hear any of it because Mr. Campbell goes on a tirade and starts cursing out Mr. Brown and talking about his mother and then saying f you to the chat and all types of shit. He started starts spazzing. He to
1: bring his mother into the little...
2: He's a child in a right. grown man's body, so he's not a man. That's what my son said. <laughs> That's
0: so yeah, man. For me. To be a man is just to carry yourself accordingly. You know, when my son, remember the day you called me and you wanted my thoughts on you moving out? What did I say to you that day when you
2: called me? You got to cut it. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I was
0: waiting. I was waiting for that phone call, to be honest with you. I was waiting patiently for that phone call. Cause in my mind, I'm like, when is this little little ass nigga gonna move out of the house? Cause you're so much like me. You're very independent. You're a free spirit, free thinker. So I'm like, why is this nigga under this
2: roof? I mean, I would have stayed longer, but I just, I don't deal with rules, bro. If I'm paying money, I'm not dealing with rules.
0: I know. So that day when you called me and you wanted your old man thoughts, about, you know, spreading your wings. I was like, hell yeah, nigga about goddamn time. <laughs> I was like, it's about time. I've been waiting for this call. So I just gave you my, my two cents. And one thing about me and you is I don't know, I never believed in, cause your grandmother, you know, treated me the same way. I never believed in just telling your ass what to do. I just believe in, here are my thoughts. You do what you want with these thoughts. If I do see you doing dumb shit though, I will try to pull you away from the dumb shit. Like, nigga, that's some dumb shit. Because people but do that for don't. me. People do that for me. So when you call when you called me and told me what you wanted to do, I was like, hell yeah, dude. I said go spread your wings, man. But you, you and it was so funny because he was like, How is this so easy for you? And I told you why it was easy for me, dude.
2: Well, I did not say that. What are you talking about?
0: No, you you was like how come me and your mother are different and how we approach you on certain things and i told you the reason why
2: i, I don't think i asked that but
0: you did because you said you said your mother don't see the things the way i see it and i said because you're her baby for me you're not my baby i think it
2: was just that that certain situation
0: yeah, just that certain situation, but for me, you're not my baby. I can't I don't the day I dropped you off that head at Head Start and I saw what you did at Head Start, dude, I cut that umbilical cord right there. Like, this dude is not a baby no more. And I just started talking to you instead.
2: Not a baby as I'm a baby.
0: <laughs> I just decided I'm just gonna talk to you instead. I'm not gonna treat you like a baby. I'm just gonna talk to you. The way okay. your grandmother treated your me. Baby. Your grandmother always talked to me she never treated me like a baby she never you know always kept shit real with me always let me know what was the deal that's
2: so i figured talk to kids yeah. so they learn and turn into adults or men in that
0: so i figured with you but see with your, with your with your brother i couldn't treat him like that i couldn't treat i can't just talk to him because that didn't work see how mr campbell is acting that's how that's how your brother would act with me when I talked we would go through one ear right out the other. But with you, I would tell you something, you listen. With your, with your brother, he didn't listen.
2: People learn differently.
0: I know, so I had to be uh, I had to be aggressive with him. And I didn't want to be that way. That's not my personality. But with him, I was like, okay, I gotta move different with this dude. <laughs> I love your brother, man. Shout out to him. Shout out to Pete. but yeah that's mr kwame brown y'all go check out his channel it's called kwame brown bus for life he has a lot of funny ass youtube videos he's very funny man he can be a stand-up comedian like he's very funny like i'll be trying to send you his little 10 minute clips when he's just roasting people this he reminds me of dave Chappelle so much man he's so funny he's just naturally funny
2: That's your favorite
0: person right now, I know. That's all you've been you
2: talking about. Who, Kwame? Kwame? Kwame, Brown. You gotta watch <laughs> this. Watch this Kwame Brown.
0: Cause he's funny. <laughs> Yo, the, your dude is entertaining, but he drops you gems at the same time. That takes talent, my son. It takes a skill to drop uh, gems while you're speaking facts and being funny at the same time. You know us black folks, Spanish folks, son. We love a little comedy in our shit.
2: Little, a lot. A lot. Life would be depressing without it. (laughs) Yo, facts.
0: For real. So,
2: this podcast is titled It's Okay to Be a Man, right? Yes, sir. Then I feel like we all, each of us as a woman, as a young man, and as an older man, should give our definitions of what we think a man really is. You want to start?
0: Well, who, me?
2: What is a man truly to you?
0: A man to me is a provider, is a, is a best friend, is a, is a person who does for his community is a person who will see somebody doing something wrong or say, Hey, maybe you want to try this, you know, when you're wrong to genuinely apologize when you're wrong. You know, don't fake it. And uh, also, you don't have to be so aggressive if somebody approaches you on some criticism. Your natural instinct shouldn't always be to put your hands up. Sometimes just listen. Also, it's okay to cry. My friend. It's okay to cry. Some men think that crying makes you weaken that is foolishness if you don't cry son you're going to build up anger in your chest and you're going to release that anger a different way so sometimes I cry i've cried a lot i cried over Elvon. i've cried over sleeps my man jamel i cried over them those are my two best friends my brothers every year on my birthday i cry all the time because i miss them dudes but then i move on So it's okay to cry, man. And it's okay to apologize when you genuinely mean to apologize. So that's my definition of a man. Standing up tall and erect. I think that's a
2: good definition. We'll watch you last me.
1: Um, well yeah, that was a great definition, first of all. I feel like a man is someone that first of all respects themselves and other people, you know? we're all human we all make mistakes it's okay to make mistakes as long as you admit to those mistakes and you learn from those mistakes that's like very important and i feel like a man is also someone that you know should take responsibility um as an adult you know we're not always going to be children um you have to learn children have to learn from men and from women too like you know how to live In a responsible,
0: respectable way. Bars, ladies and gentlemen, that was bars. (laughs) Go ahead, little boo.
2: I think a man is somebody who makes sure his business is handled, a man who doesn't just say something, but a man is someone who acts beyond his words. They're always going to do what they'll say they do. A man is usually punctual, <laughs> in my opinion. That's why I like to be on time. To places where I say I'm going to be. It's the same thing with a job. You don't like to be late. A man is punctual. You don't be late. Always early, never late. True words. A man is somebody who knows how to communicate with other human beings, regardless of who they are what they are, what what differences they may have, keeps an open mind to everybody who's around him. A man to his woman is a man who will take care of his woman, who will listen to his woman's emotions and handle her both physically and emotionally.
0: My son, you know what you sound like? An old soul. (laughs) (laughs) The same shit you be teasing me about, my dude. You sound like an old soul, my son.
2: Who raised you, nigga? (laughs) You and my
0: mom's. (laughs) My son, that was beautiful. You sound like an old soul. I'm proud of
1: you. Yes, preach.
0: I am very proud of you, man. I don't tell you that enough. I'm very proud of you. I want. I just observe you. I I feel like, I think you know I'm proud of you, but you just you should still hear it that I'm very proud of you, man. Thanks. You're growing up.
1: That's something that's very important to like, like mention, like saying things out loud. You could say, like, you can think, oh, like my, like you, like my son is grown. Like you know, he's very. Like a respectable man, but saying that out loud, saying things out loud, like I'm proud of you, like I feel like that helps everyone yes. feel that's good. Part of themselves.
2: fathering, that's nurturing your child's right. emotions. <laughs>
1: well, because some people yes. are, don't do that. I feel like some and some parents don't really do that. They don't say I'm proud of you. Like it, a simple I'm proud of you can really change someone's like whole like.
0: Parents, experience. listen in.
2: So a lot of kids tend to act out because they're looking for attention and yes. recognition.
1: Attention, rec- yes, recognition of like, just even the acting simplest- out. Put
2: them into something that you'd be proud of them for doing and then tell them you're proud and then they'll keep doing it.
1: Or if it's something that they that they They're people. Do,
2: yeah. They're just people. They're just like you, regardless of the age. They're another fucking person. Mm-hmm. They're not just your plaything. It's a child. It's right. a person. You decide yeah. to bring the world. The world you got to take care of it. That's mm-hmm. your choice. You don't want to be here. This place sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you got to provide the best upbringing you possibly can. Yes. Facts. Not think Parents so-
0: listen because these are gems being told by the young generation. You see what y- what y'all just said right there? That's always my philosophy as a parent. I'm like, I don't, you know. hey, look, I love your grandmother. I love her to death. I love you, mommy. You know I do. But you was never into any of the shit I did. <laughs> 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 and I understood why. There's no hate trust. I, I got it what you had to do. You have to make sure food was on the table, so you was too busy. But with Latrell, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna have to try to be in this dude's life somehow. So I need to stay connected to this dude. I don't I don't ever want to be that parent that's fucking old and don't know shit that was going on. So I was like, you know what? All this social media shit. I was always keeping an eye on technology anyway, because you know, sidebar, I'm a little nerd. So I was like, okay, I got a connection with my son with gaming because I put him onto that. That's my little hobby. And then, you know, music, he be trying to, you know, put me onto the new shit. I, I don't like that new shit. These niggas all sound the same. <laughs> but then he tried to get me to listen to, to some other new artists. I'm like, all right, I like those dudes. So, like, he's trying to get me into anime. I don't even really fuck with anime. I did when I was it's young.
2: Fire. Yeah.
0: But the TV shows, the Netflix, the TV shows, the TV shows, he be pumping me on. He put me onto a lot of good TV shows. And speaking of that, that is a
2: Netflix back in like 2012,
0: 2011. And I wasn't really rocking with it. I didn't, my mind wasn't really a TV guy. i
2: people on. I'm like, yo, fuck cable. This commercial suck I'm yes. like, i have to get some Netflix. She said no. So I took my allowance. I said, yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's why I love you, dude. Yes. Fucking go get her. He never waits on anybody for shit.
2: It's annoying as fuck. No, you was,
0: you was right about Netflix and the TV shows because you got your old man right. hooked. Now I'm hooked to that Now show. imagine if
2: I could've done stocks, I would've been fucking rich.
0: Yo, <laughs> for real, for real.
2: I was for hit mad real. young. I was like, this shit's mad convenient.
0: Yes, because you, you already saw the future coming. You saw the convenience like, fuck Blockbusters, or the Netflix.
2: Yeah, they used to do the CD things back then. I remember that shit. I was like, CD, fuck it. I'm streaming this bitch. Yep. We got to upgrade the internet. This shit too slow.
0: Yes. That wasn't your internet, by the way. It was a... um, Netflix has to pay for the bandwidth for their service. And at that time, remember, the internet was new. So the bargaining wasn't really there yet. So the the, the internet providers didn't want to give up that bandwidth because it cost them a lot of money. So Netflix figured out how to open up a, a specific lane for them in the bandwidth so that way you don't get that circle of death even if you have a slow ass internet speed. So that was the issue was these streaming companies had to figure out how to deal with the fucking uh, cable companies to open up the bandwidth.
2: Yep. And then later on Netflix decided to say, "Hey, fuck all these Hollywood productions. Let's do our own." Yes. yes. Yes,
0: Hollywood. that's the reason why I really love Netflix. You put me on yes. that again. Original your
2: content production now it's its own Hollywood. It's it's lovely, quality shows and movies. Some misses, some misses, mainly hits, in my opinion. Different languages too, different cultures. Yes, Netflix is, is real good about that. I don't know how we ended up on this topic, but yeah, Netflix is fire.
0: <laughs> hey, because I told you, I wanted to talk about TV shows, and Netflix was the perfect segue. Flash, you know why I love Netflix? Because I'm not your average movie viewer or TV show viewer because I love the arts. I love
2: music. Like oh, I love music and
0: the arts. I am into the damn script. Son, my son, don't I always tell you the script was fire?
2: No, his writing is
0: trash. <laughs> exactly. He knows me. The writing is trash. I'm like, who wrote this shit? Let's fool I'm like, who wrote this crap? So, yes, I look at the writing, I look at the acting, I look at the context of whatever the story, the plot is about. I look at all of it. I just don't watch it. I look at everything, I pay close attention. And same thing with music. I listen to the beat, the lyrics, does the beat match the lyrics, and does the lyrics match the beat? So I listen to the melody, I listen to the hook, I listen to everything. I listen to the DJ, everything. I have a keen ear for the arts. I love the arts. I'm a nerd for arts. So I'm not your average viewer. So that's why I love that But with that being said, what are you guys watching on Netflix right now? What are are y'all watching right
2: now? I just finished season two of Outer Banks. That shit was fire. Again. It's it's like a... See, I like watching movies and TV shows because I get that same, like, euphoria as if I'm doing those events myself. And it's kind of like in this like southern america setting where these these group of kids these friends they're called pogues they like the poor poor kids and they go on basically treasure hunts and find lost treasure and it's like connected to their family and it's actually well written like it makes sense it's not it's just coming out of nowhere where did this gold come from it's like oh they found a mystery here and it leads to this one and it's like
0: Wait a minute, what's that show's name? I think I seen, Uh, I think Netflix was bumping that up a little bit. What's that,
2: what's that yeah, show called? That, that, Yeah, Outer Banks.
0: Yes. Nigga, you be watching some wild shit. How did you find yourself to watch that?
2: I just looked at it. Now I look. <laughs> Netflix is really good with their marketing, I feel like, because they just, everything just be popping up on my shit now, and I just watch it, because I I've, watch, I've, yeah. So it Algorithms. Yeah. I watched a little preview and I was like, oh, this is interesting. And then I started watching it and season one was fire. And I was like, wow, I need a season two. And it just came out and I finished it. <laughs> so <laughs> you binge watched it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to, I kind of started
1: it, but like I watched one random episode and honestly I was like, wow, this, it just seems so like I was like stuck into it. So I was like, I have to watch it.
2: Some moments were a little cheesy, but overall it was a good show.
1: Yeah.
0: Did you have last watch? what's that show called that made you love little boo? Shameless? No, 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 not Shameless. Uh-huh. On Netflix. Is it Love? What's that show called? I Love You? Huh? You. You, know the sh- you, there we go. I you. It.
2: I know. <laughs> Thank you, my. <laughs> yeah, we were supposed to watch it when we first like started talking like well, a long, long time ago. <laughs> like, what? Like, like, like right before COVID started <laughs> yeah.
0: You it's, haven't like, watched it. But I fell asleep. For the audience out there who don't know what I'm talking about. When you get yeah. a chance, go on Netflix. I want you to watch you. If you have a husband, you have a girlfriend, boyfriend, boyfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend, whatever it is that you have a partner. I want you to watch this show with your partner, men, men out there. I'm telling you, watch this show because the, the who is he Joe? Is he the protagonist? The show, the he,
2: it's like the protagonist antagonist. It's fucking sick.
0: It, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Explain it.
2: <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. He's like this this man who's looking for love, but he's like a psycho looking for love, like a stalkerish type of lover.
0: But what is the hook? How do they? How do the writers make you feel about this individual? That's the
2: hook. It kind make you root for this nigga, it's so bad.
0: Yes, that's why I want men out there to watch this because when you watch this shit, they're gonna be like, yo, this nigga is crazy.
2: <laughs> you be rooting for the nigga a little kid. You're like, this this, so am I crazy? Facts.
0: <laughs> facts, the way they wrote that show, this nigga would do some shit. And as a man, you're thinking back like, you know, I could fuck with this nigga, Joe, but you, you just remember that he just did some foul shit. But there's something in the writing that happens. And as a man, you can relate to it. So you're like, yo,
2: yo, rock with yo. analyzes every single situation. The first episode, like one of the first scenes, he's analyzing the situation When as soon as Shorty walks into the the library, it's him narrating the whole situation of what he's happening and what's going through his head.
0: Yo, how many men do that? That's not lie, men
2: All men do that shit. All
0: <laughs> men do that shit. That's why when I saw that, I started laughing. I'm like, yo, this writing is is genius, nigga.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow,
0: you have it to. It kind of reminded
2: watch. me of like any anime watches out there. kind of reminded me of like a Death Note type of thing with uh Kira, Yagami Light, <laughs> mad smart and shit, over analyzing everything.
0: What about season two?
2: Oh, season two, <laughs> Shorty got into the mix. Like, Shorty just as crazy as this nigga, bro.
0: No spoilers, but you gotta watch season two of the You. So yeah, that's our Netflix recommendation for the week. Is You, season one and season it comes two comes
2: out in the winter.
0: It is. It is a must. Uh, it is a must watch. Trust. Watch it. One take here. So if I stumble on my words, too bad. One take. Freestyle. Be
2: like that. Don't. It be like
0: that. That's how I'm gonna
2: say. Now, off of,
0: oh my Netflix. That's an hour. So we're, we're about to wrap up pretty soon. So my Netflix right now, I'm watching um, a show called Manifest. It's a little cheesy, but there's a there's a storyline in there that piqued my interest. The 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 theme of the show almost had me, but then it kind of lost me some yeah. of my some of my co-workers told me to continue watching because it gets crazy so I, I kind of know how those shows go but the kind of, the theme kind of lost me because I thought it was going in one direction like some alien shit but it really wasn't so I'm I'm a little lost now like w- what is going on so I'm like how did this damn plane just disappear into that thing and then reappear back five
2: years Wait, later that's what makes me like try to keep going back to that Yeah. That's... other than that I started to get bored
0: yeah because the storylines in between are boring I was like there's the, the, the stuff that's going on i'm not really
2: interested I, in. like it should have been a movie not a, a tv series i agree so
0: i'm watching that right now and i'm i'm just gonna plow through
2: it because my co-workers are telling me to plow through it that it gets better but yeah season two is slow right now i'm kind of stuck in the mud a little bit i feel the
1: acting too is like
2: that's the show la like was very on too dramatic. it's
1: like they're kind of like dramatic but like in like a like a cheesy type of way to but
0: some of the way they're dramatic i'm like i don't think this scene requires that
1: yeah yes <laughs>
2: like it's it's extra Take yes North
0: i North feel, North North. North. feel like they're trying a little too hard in certain scenes and it's throwing it's throwing the story off
2: yes and genuine
0: thank you so i'm um, see people i told you uh, we're not your average you see how we get nerdy with the shit Your <laughs> average show would be like i don't see anything wrong but we're analyzing the scenes and the, the script and the and the context of the scene see how we get nerdy with the shit yeah
2: that that show is it's okay season one had me but then once i got to season two it was like where'd you go <laughs> i feel
1: like the concept is very interesting but again like it's it doesn't have to be that long i feel like it could have been right. a movie
2: and that's it it's a show i'll play in the background while i'm doing other things
1: yeah
0: agreed there's another show that i'm going to recommend but i'm going to talk about that show next time on netflix i'm not going to because it ties into something i want to talk about so i'm not going to mention that show that i want people to watch out to watch for now into that because the show is almost over what are we doing for gaming this week? Shout out to my gaming community because you don't know say so your boy, like, Azagiamato. Yeah, oh, Little bully, what are you playing this week gaming-wise?
2: Um, I know a beta just came out. I haven't played it, but it was a back for blood beta. I haven't played it, so I have no thoughts on it. But
0: what the hell is that game? I see is that a MMO?
2: It looks like a four-player co-op game.
0: Back for Blood. Oh, oh, is it like, is it is it like Marvel's Avengers is it like a brawler type looter ship?
2: No, I I don't think so. I think it was like kind of like a zombie game. It looked like. Uh, I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure. I downloaded it, but I haven't gotten to play it yet. Because you I'm know Apex playing. is fun. So,
0: <laughs> how's your streaming going with Apex? It's
2: it's fun. Even if no one watches, dude, I'm just sitting there chilling, having fun. I'm working my way up the ranks. Now nah,
0: people, people are watching, man. Just keep grinding, son. Just keep grinding. And people will I'm not watching. worried.
2: I'm not worried. I'm streaming for me, and not for viewers.
0: Yeah, there you go. That's why people are gonna tune in because y'all Yeah,
2: Back for Blood is a four-player co-op. Like zombie type game. Ah
0: pass. No zombies for me.
2: It's like a beta, it. so you can play it for free. I don't really care. It's got zombies on it. are whack. <laughs> <laughs> hey. You're fire. Hey.
0: I am playing Marvel's Avengers right now, okay? I hop back on, I wanna say during, they had a little event going for Black Widow and I hop back on, did the shit for Black Widow, but I didn't really like the Black Widow event. It was dumb, I just wanted something for her, so I did it. But then I came back recently and man, the game has changed, man now still the same shit still the same goddamn enemy still the same villain sector dudes but now you can play as any hero the the end game you remember that mega level that mega hive level crap you remember that little bully
2: where you were yeah, bitching about that's the fucking long ass bullshit that they cut, cut that shit before. in half
0: and it's multiplayer now they cut it in half it's multiplayer now That shit is dope. They added some other shit called the Omega Level Threat, the Super Adaptoid thing. That shit is pretty hard and annoying, but it's a fun, hard and annoying. I like it. A lot of people don't hate it, but I like it. I'm like, everybody's so OP. You want something hard to challenge your ass. So I like it. And, um, yeah, they have all these events now. It's like double XP for the whole month and the loot.
2: for the whole month, their player base is small, so they want a new player base. The
0: loot still needs work because it's still a stat-based loot their skins is outrageous like i can't even partake in their skins like the skin prices are just nuts i understand it's a free game so to speak
2: it's a free game what are you talking about uh,
0: meaning that they're not charging you for the heroes that are dropping
2: it wasn't supposed to be wait no no that's a different game right yeah that was outright that wasn't supposed to be live service that's right
0: so marvel avengers is every hero is pretty much free because you can you can earn in-game currency and save that in-game currency to go get the battle pass for when they drop a new hero without spending real real money exactly so for them to make their money is the is the damn what you call it skins
2: Think of them skins is mad expensive In in the game itself it's not a free to play game
0: yeah in the game itself but
2: they had the shitty release. They fucked up that game themselves. Release is what matters. The first impression is a lasting impression.
0: I agree, but you and I have been down this block already. What did I tell you? That I'm gonna give these niggas a year because I've been through this song and dance already with the live service. It is what it is now, people. The live service, when they drop a game, expect it to be trash. Give it a year later and then it'll be much better. But the problem with those games, if you stick if you stick to it, right? Like just check in every now and then, Collect your resources, you know, keep your character up. By the time they fix the game, nigga, you good. Cause when all the noobs I, I, come in, when all yeah, the noobs come in.
2: I have that patience.
0: Yo, when all the noobs come in, nigga, you geared up. I be carrying these clowns now. Cause I'm playing with a bunch of new, noob, noobish people.
2: Mm. So
0: I'm carrying these clowns now. The point is I like the game. I've been playing it when I come from work because I could just jump, hop, hop right on for a little bit, like an hour, fuck some shit up.
2: The fighting was of, fun in that game when we played. Oh, I love the combat, dude.
0: And the fact I can play with people now
2: makes it even more fun. But I just I just don't have an incentive to go back. Unless they release like a whole new storyline. Yeah,
0: next week, my guy, Wakanda's dropping. Black Panther.
2: Okay, maybe. How long is it? <laughs> How long is it? Maybe I'll hop on with you here and there, hop off of Apex for a little bit.
0: You can, no, you can hop off of Apex and stream Marvel's Avengers.
2: Maybe. I'm not going to give you a definite. I'm going to give you a maybe. Yeah, I'll take the if maybe. The is fun. It's competitive.
0: I understand that. Trust me, I get it. Because you remember, I used to play Destiny. I mean, I still play Destiny, but I, I'm not into the PvP right now because of Stasis. Stasis made me hate PvP. So that's it on the gaming front. We didn't touch about the Blizzard Activision controversy, but I believe maybe next podcast episode we'll discuss that. I'll try to make this podcast on every Sunday. I am planning a little out-of-town trip.
2: We'll record it every Sunday, but when should we post it?
0: I said we should drop it on them. I know after you do you after you you and Lash do the editing stuff Monday Tuesday.
2: Uh Yeah, all right. Yeah, we can figure it out. I have other plans shortly in like twenty minutes. Probably gonna run late because I want to eat
0: dinner first. Yeah, you know I'm about to wrap up now, but yeah, this is. Our thoughts, not yours, podcast in the books. We're a little noobish to this, but I know in my heart of heart that we're gonna get better with each episode. And, um, uh, yeah, we're gonna have fun, you know. Shout out to my mother, love you, mommy, because I know you've been, I can't believe she's been on my back about this podcast. That still trips me out, like, she's really into it, like, she's pushing. Shout out to my brother, Ness, who I didn't really mention his podcast, but he has a radio show called SaveTheDayRadio.com Go check out my brother, Ness. You know, there's a story about behind me and him. I, I'm into a lot of things because of him. So shout out to him. Shout out to uh, what is it called? Belmont Vegetarian. My bad, Digi. Shout out to Belmont Vegetarian, man. If you're vegan and you love good Jamaican food, it's a great Spot. If you love Jamaican food and you're a vegan, it's a double whammy, son. Food is on the money. Um and yeah. It's a wrap. So in closing, little bully, what you got in closing?
2: Go <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop. Bye.
0: Peace. We'll